It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Mike and Viana got to play some games. You pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. It's the R-H-A-P-B-M-B. Mike and Viana got to play some games. You pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. Everybody and welcome to the RHAP BNB for the final three weeks of Big Brother 21. My name is Mike Bloom, still sweeping up some confetti and watermelon chunks from the end of Big Brother 21. It's been a long 13 weeks, but we are finally here in a few days afterwards as well to truly digest all the stuff that has gone down. I have assembled a fantastic panel to break down the very end of this season. First, let me bring in somebody who you've heard in your earbuds. Every Saturday, breaking down at Big Brother 21, Liana Boris. Liana, how are you? I'm good. Um, no, it's funny. I was actually, I was at the grocery store the other day, and they were out of watermelon. And I just, I was like, oh my gosh, Jackson was here. <laughs> like, now that I know he's out of the house, <laughs> it was like he came and he bought all the watermelon with his half a million dollar winnings. <laughs> that was my it's assumption. just wreaking havoc on Kroger's across the country. Yeah. Everybody watch out. We are so excited to have our guest here. This is the first time we're having him on for Big Brother proper. He was on Survivor earlier on in Edge of Extinction. I would call him the best Survivor and Big Brother YouTuber there is out there. His handle is Peridium. Welcome back to the B&B. How you doing? Thank you so much, Mike, for letting me on this uh, podcast, inviting me on for, uh, I guess, my, this is my third time now with RHAP, second time with uh, the BNB. I was going to quickly say, uh, bouncing off of your watermelon story, Liana, I don't remember the last time I've had watermelon or it ever be so relevant in my day-to-day, week-to-week living situation. Just having the word and just picturing it, seeing Jackson eat them on the live feeds nonstop. So I actually went out. When I was at the grocery store about three weeks ago and I bought myself a watermelon, which I don't really understand why I was just there. I was walking around in the aisle and there was a watermelon right there. So I'm going to buy that and I'm going to crack it open, mostly because at the time that was when that was when things were going well for that foursome, the Cliff, Nicole, Jackson. I was really on. I was I was I was behind Jackson. I was okay with him. I was actually feeling pretty good about him considering where we started. Um, but then I, I don't know what I forgot about the watermelon. It's just been sitting there. And then all of a sudden it became really messy at the final five. And then the next thing you know, I have not, I just have neglected the watermelon altogether. (laughs) And it's been sitting there on my countertop for about a month now. And it's really like the story of big brother 21 for me, where just was a roller coaster of emotion, all centered on one little watermelon and that's it yeah oh, i was gonna say that's actually a pretty good analogy <laughs> especially for the end <laughs> of the game too it's like okay you're feeling really good and it's like oh no <laughs> and i was looking at it the other day i was like i wonder what it would look like if i just like took a sledgehammer to it for the heck of it i don't know well, i was gonna is. say the sledgehammer could represent i don't know certain comments that julie chen might use about right. past behaviors and just smash things open completely to the point where you make a similar face to as Jackson did when he walked up uh, out of the Big Brother house, $500,000 richer 
but at what cost? Right, right. Yeah, you got to Gallagher it up. <laughs> also, though, uh, you might just want to throw the whole thing away. I don't know how long watermelons last, but... Um, so, yeah, I don't know anything about them. So it's going to Google that and be like, is this still good? And my wife was like, I think it's still good, right? But she has no idea. Either. She actually doesn't even like watermelon, so... I don't know. Uh-oh. Okay. It says, it says uh, the shelf life of watermelon is pretty long, about three to four weeks when it's, well, when it's picked off the vine. God knows how long oh, that man. Oh. Well, this is also a mini watermelon. It's a little bit smaller. Ooh. So I don't know if that makes a difference. Yeah. But. It's like, a, it's, like it's uh, what Zingbot is to baby Zingbot. Watermelon is to mini watermelon. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Which, Leon, I don't know. I don't know. Considering our canon of Zingbot, I don't know what that's going to mean. Oh, yeah. That's actually very true. I don't think you want to get involved in any sort of Zingbot comparison. So, yeah, maybe just toss it would probably be the safest option. <laughs> so, a lot has happened even since we were on last with Puya. As Peridium said, last time we were on, we were looking down the barrel of a really intriguing final five vote where Nicole and Cliff could do no wrong. They were riding high. In fact, Leon and I got to not only meet, but sit next to each other during what I would say is probably one of the most energetic, epic Big Brother episodes ever in terms of how live the vote was up until that point. And we watched things kind of just slowly roll off a countertop uh, <laughs> from then on, culminating in a win from Jackson Mickey, which very belated congratulations to him, Holly for second place, and of course, Nicole Anthony in one of the most I would say overwhelming fan favorite votes to the point where Julie Chen even quantifies it. I'm really intrigued to get all of our thoughts about the season, especially Peridium, since I know you're arranging a, a Big Brother 21 season in review. Let me just throw out a question and get all of y'all responses to it. Is Big Brother 21 the weirdest modern season of Big Brother? Uh, I would say, personally, thinking back, I would modern Big Brother, I would consider maybe like 16 onward, give or take. And I would say, yeah, I think it is. I just think like the whole dichotomy of the pre-jury versus the post-jury, how it's almost split right at the middle with day 44. Um, and then just, yeah, there's just a lot of mixed emotions here where I think I know how I'm feeling. And then all of a sudden somebody else walks into the room and, and I'm like, I don't know about this anymore. And it just is a weird mess of all kinds of emotion. I'm like, I'm happy that Mickey won, but then I'm also like, oh, but I'm really not that happy sometimes. And I don't know. I'm like, I, I love Nicole. I'm glad that she's received all this uh, support. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, but she won. Like I, if she had won part two, I almost think she probably would have been the winner. I think she could have taken it. But um, anyway, a lot of mixed emotions. I think it might be the weirdest for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to describe it in terms of the mixed emotions, because uh, especially with Jackson and seeing the reaction to Jackson's win. And of course, with all of the um, sort of racial comments that were discussed at the finale and of course happened during the season, just so much controversy where I feel to so torn, where um, I can appreciate Jackson's gameplay, but also he's done a lot of horrible things um, and you have like crazy characters throughout this whole season but that I'm still sort of torn about um, so yeah maybe that translates into weirdest the other answer I was going to give actually was BB16 but that's only because the battle of the block was like so stupid and like, <laughs> and I don't know to me that makes it weird but uh, but yeah I think uh, really the dichotomy between an, all of the different events that happened on this season has to make it weird right it was all over the place it feels like yeah, that's the thing is that actually on the note of Battle of the Block, I would say that almost the consistency of the Battle of the Block makes it less weird because Big Brother 21, you think the first three weeks were Kim comeback, like, okay, 
this makes sense. We're going to end when there are four people left, and then someone's going to come back into the game. Then we wait a couple weeks. Okay, there's a field trip. Okay, sure. <laughs> this will sort of be like a way to, to vote people in who we don't like. Great, so next week must be something, right? No. Okay, I guess we're done with the twist. Wait, what is prank week? What does this person do? Why are we voting on this? Okay, when's the double eviction? Okay, it's 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 not happening until later. And then we get extended weeks to the final five and final four. There was just so much odd stuff going on. I can't say I'm particularly mad at it all because I think it provided some entertaining moments. But I mean, your, both of your points look no further than the arc of Jackson Mickey, which was, you know, pretty, you know, universally reviled for the first month of the game gets, uh, you know, separated with Holly from the rest of his alliance and becomes a bit of an underdog because he's against someone like Christy, who the audience is turning against, and joining up with Cliff and Nicole, who people like, so he becomes a bit of a, a rootable person. Then he turns against them and, you know, ends up getting rid of Cliff and Nicole, and he becomes hated again by the time he ends up walking out of that house, especially bringing stuff to light. Uh, Liana, I know we got your opinions on the finale with regards to them addressing not even just Jackson's comments, but a lot of the general ickiness of that pre-jury. Pretty, I mean, as someone who has like studied, I mean, you just did two videos about finales in terms of best and worst jury speeches. What did you make of the way this finale was structured in particular? Well, I wanted to quickly mention what you were talking about um, with the whole, yeah, the structure was really unique for this season. And I think it really started once I say the, the post-jury started. My theory was that all of this, this whole ball, just the domino effect, I think started with when Jack got evicted first. I think the producers were kind of happy. They kind of, I mean, this is just all tinfoil theory. I don't even know anything about this, but I imagine given Jack was easily the most controversial person. And I think probably the biggest um, pain in their thorn in their sides for the producers. My theory is that they might've just said, you know, maybe we don't do a battle back. Maybe, I don't know if they produced this so far ahead mm. that they for sure have a battle back locked in a jury battle back um, after the first four. Cause that's usually what it's been. It's pretty, pretty unique that they have it. I'm like, everyone's sort of been like maybe in the last few years. So we're like, no more battle backs, please. Like, it's just a little too much last year. Big brother twenties didn't work. I'm like, maybe they're listening or, or maybe in this case, it's just Jack was so bad that he like inspired them to not do something that I think would have not worked in the first place. Um, and then it just sort of created a, a, a weird series of events where America's field trip was strange because it felt very reactionary. Like it felt like a, yeah. a slap on the wrist and it was more of like, OK, let's punish the people that we don't like. It's like, but what if it's a cast of really likable people where we don't want anyone to, you know, hypothetically, not that that's ever realistic. But what if like what if it's a bunch of people who don't we really like want to see it? We don't want any of this to happen. So they're punishing them. Hmm, maybe this is like a reaction and they're not letting they're not giving Jack a chance to get back. And at the same time, they're like punishing them with this weird twist. And then they sort of were really cool on the twist for a while. They cooled down, it seemed like, I, I think, um, based on my uh, my memory. And then all of a sudden the prankster showed up, which was like a, a, a like a weaker version of the hacker from last year. So I don't know. Ultimately, um, and then like the whole ending comp, like the whole schedule was pretty bizarre with the final four, final three. Just I, I couldn't predict it. Um, and I actually preferred it that way. I liked being unpredictable in that sense, because I think that Big Brother has become very predictable in the modern era, at least. And maybe just in general, uh, going all the way back to the earlier seasons, you can kind of see there's very much a pattern. They have the same comps like every week. The house guests in the season on the live feeds are just like 
I know exactly. Like they can already tell what comps are coming and they already know like most of the best strategies for every single comp. So it was kind of refreshing to be like, they're on the life. It's like, when's the battle back? And they're all talking about every way. No battle back. And they're like, okay, well this comp has got to come up. Where's that? Oh, there's no, this comp. Like, why is there this endurance at the final four? Um, that's unusual. And so for me as a super fan, I was totally like, it was sort of fulfilling the expect the unexpected. I was expecting the expected. And then uh, it, it, totally just superseded my expectations which is very unusual to say uh for the last few years of big brother yeah no you um, uh you're expected to expect the unexpected i believe is the oh, <laughs> right no, that's yeah. how it goes Quote. chicken george is uh <laughs> jockeying for the coop d dupe or coup d'etat <laughs> yeah. big jeff pronounce it yeah. um and then as far as the finale went yeah that was um i, I do talk about it in my review video a little bit um i was half and half like I understood that they were there. Were, it was good that they were responding to a lot of the criticisms that were happening in the pre-jury, particularly in the pre-jury. And I liked that. I liked that there was emphasis on that to an extent. Um, I still think that they're very rushed. The finales. I don't like it, even though I was like a little bit bored watching Mickey and Holly in the final two, because I felt like it was a bit of a foregone conclusion. I thought Mickey was going to win if that was the case. And initially, it was going back and forth that final week in my mind. Like, I think Holly's got it. I think Holly's got it. And I was like, oh, no, I think Mickey's got it. And then by the finale night, I was like, I think Mickey has this. I I actually told my wife, I guess the jury votes and I got every single one of them right. So I was happy with that. Um, Although also it was a little bit predictable. But ultimately, I think it's I think that the finales need just a little bit more time for some reason. I think that they need to cut like part two out of it. They already cut part one, which was. That was good, and that's what I was hoping they would do because I think that was in the Big Brother twenty. It's always been in the finale. They start with part one, or maybe I'm confusing. Yeah, it. but they 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 kick off part one usually mm-hmm. when they did the recap of the re, the recap episode on Sunday. Right, and they, then they usually, end the recap. They, yeah, they started it, but then yeah, they pretty much do parts one, two, and three. And I totally agree. I totally co-sign putting parts one and two in the Sunday episode. It might make you know. Like in this case, for instance, it basically gives fans no hope for Nicole going to the end since you would know it's Jackson and Holly going into part three. But that being said, we wouldn't have Julie Chen essentially doing hurry up offense throughout, a, you know, an hour and a half period right. watching people along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that having it, I just I'm looking at the older seasons a lot where it's a little bit more. There's more time to pro to to digest what's going on. And I enjoy watching the final two sort of. I don't know, mingle for a little bit more, being able to explain their games a little bit more. I don't know if Holly would have benefited more from that if it would have made the final two more interesting. I thought it was an all right. Like, I thought that their jury Q&A performances, as rushed as they were, I thought they actually both did pretty well. Um, I wasn't too... I was, like, trying to see, where would I, would I fit them in the top five or bottom five? I was like, no, I wouldn't put them in either. I think they're both somewhere in the middle or maybe in the upper half of as far as overall performances go. They had a lot of... They had some meat to what they were saying. And I think, actually, Holly was able to... And from my from where I was standing, I was like, I think I don't think she played that as good of a game as she was saying, but I was totally buying what she was saying. I was almost like, maybe I would have voted for her then. Um, but yeah, I just the finale was OK for me. I'd say it was like it was progress. It kind of felt like on some levels it was good. It, I, I liked not having part one in it. I wish part two was out of it, too. Maybe we just jump right to part three. I wish there was more time for the final two to talk more. And then as far as the um, the the like mini reunion with the pre-jurors. They definitely gave the spotlight to the pre-jurors, which is unique. Usually it doesn't, they don't get as much time, I think. But I wish there was more time to talk about that stuff and less time 
on. It just it just felt really rushed. The whole thing felt very rushed to me. And I wish I know there was probably given like five, six, seven minutes to talk about it, but I kind of wanted more. I wanted a little bit more of a conversation going mm-hmm. um, than just one offliners back. Anyway. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think in comparison to previous years, it definitely felt less rushed to me. Um, but okay. that being said, I mean, I completely co-sign the, the idea of wanting more time with the final two, just because I always feel like now that we've moved to this live, I mean, I guess it's been <laughs> several years now since Big Brother 11, uh, but this live jury questioning format, I feel like is never as satisfying um, as giving the players a little bit more time to really truly explain their games. So Oh, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you on that point. And I would say, looking at Jackson and Holly's performance, I agree that I think they both did a pretty solid job. Uh, I very quickly realized in all the Survivor that I've been watching that, like, final speeches slash jury performances are one of the most intriguing things for me to watch in any reality show. And I feel like, I mean, in the past couple of years when you had people like Paul and Tyler make pretty glaring errors in their jury speeches, despite, you know, the game that they might be playing, it didn't really seem to be the case here. That being said, you know, Holly was pretty reticent to tell me that she doesn't really believe anything really changed anybody's minds in that moment. But I will say when it comes to trying to separate yourself from the person that everyone is linking you with the entire time, I thought she created an okay narrative. I do agree that I think, you know, maybe the maybe it wasn't exactly rushed. It felt rushed just because Julie kept giving us time limits, you yeah. know, by being like, oh, Holly only had 30 seconds or Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, David, sorry, you, you can't talk about you know uh, implicit bias anymore. We have to go to this next question. Yeah, I think a part of it was probably Holly was just talking a lot. So for me, I was, yeah. I think I was caught off guard by what she was saying because I was like interested in hearing more, and then I was lamenting that uh, this was the new modern format that's been around for the last ten years, and that she doesn't have more time because I was like interested to see where she was going with a lot of it because I think she was doing, she was hitting a lot of the notes that I was noticing when I was looking at all the best. Uh, approaches to the jury and how these final two and Big Brother have been handling, especially since Big Brother 11 with the modern format moving forward. And I noticed that a lot of the best ones tend to have like a couple of really strong key hooking. They just hook the jury with one or two lines that really like slam down the gavel. Like, this is why you should vote for me. And uh, I thought Holly was doing a pretty good job at presenting herself and building her case up with like this, the euphemism, even the sniper. And uh, she explained like her, what she was strong at with the social game and creating relationships early on. It's it kind of checks a lot of like the buzzwords that I think a lot of juries do like to hear. Um, I wish she probably, she still tried to maintain like this connection with Mickey. It was a little too strong. I think she could have like done more to go. Mickey was clearly getting shaken up as the Q and a was going on and he was trying his best to like, to stay as composed as he was when he went into it. But I think he was getting rattled as it kept going. And I really, really wanted her. And I was like, oh, yeah, I put on Twitter. I was like, go for the jugular, Holly. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to crush him. Put your foot put your foot on his throat and just get the $500,000. Make the move. And then tomorrow you can apologize to him. I mean, it's, I don't know what's going to happen with them in the future. But you walk out with $500,000, Richard. That's, that's what you want. So I thought Holly did. I was more impressed with hers. Um probably because I had lower expectations, but right. uh, yeah, I just wish I kind of wish one more time. She kept going on kind of like I'm going on now. She kept going on and I wish that Radium, I told you we had one minute during this break before we recorded. <laughs> I just, yeah, I was really, I was intrigued by her speech. I wish she had kept going and uh, it was just interesting to hear or a little aggravating to hear Julie constantly be like, 
all right, Holly, you got to stop. And then be like, okay, stop. Like, we're going to the next part. It's like, all right. No, actually, uh, Julie, in that moment when she was like talking about, okay, so we have we don't have any time left. Please wrap it up. But it felt like she was spending so much time <laughs> telling them they didn't have time. Like, it reminded me of Purd Happily from Parks and Recreation during the debate where it's like, uh, I have an update on your time remaining and you have 10 seconds remaining on your time that is left. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah, we have an update on your time and that update is you have no yeah, time. exactly. And he like, takes she takes like the five to ten seconds yeah Yeah. (laughs) well we can certainly get into a lot of stuff that happened not only in the finale but uh during the final five onwards as well as we start here with our various segments and games and let's start by finishing off our pre-season predictions only five house guests left and we're here to talk about how liana and i thought they would do pre-season we actually have comic book names to go off of now to compare I don't think any of them measured up to hashtag horse, but you know what? A man can dream. Liana, let's start with Tommy. How did you think Tommy was going to do preseason? He seemed to be, everyone seemed to be pretty high on him. Were you similar? Yeah. So, you know, we, Mike and I were sitting next to each other at the live show and I like whispered over it. I was like, spoiler alert. Tommy was my winner pick. Um, so spoiler <laughs> alert. Tommy was my winner pick. Um, what I wrote about him was that he would be most likely to throw comps early. Uh, we'll run the game behind the scenes and will strongly benefit from his relationship with Christy. And for his BB comic, I had the tiny dancer in parentheses. Hold me closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no well i think that he nick would probably have the opposite uh message imparted to him uh and in that conversation when liana <laughs> whispered that tommy was his her winner pick i whispered back me too for mm-hmm. the second big brother season in a row liana and i have had the same winner pick who did you uh, guys have for big brother 20 we had tyler mm. oh nice all right there Closer you go. There. We've, we've, we've had like an okay track record i think we've done better we, it's a smaller sample size i think we've done better with big brother than survivor mm-hmm. but um so i said that tommy was going to win at least four competitions uh where he drops into a split or a toe tap in celebration <laughs> i said his fans will be the most annoying on twitter due to his broadway following I said he'll succeed in JC's strategy of cooking big Italian meals to make everyone fat. And I said he'd freak out the most when Jeff slash Rachel slash Paul slash Tangela slash whoever comes into the house to guest or host a competition. And his superhero name was either Broadway Brocco or Tommy the Mommy. Uh, Is that just based on rhyming or do you think that was motivated by something? Well, I think it was. Remember, he wanted he wanted to be the house mother. Like that was his strategy going in. Okay, yeah. So imagine him in like a in like a Streganona, like you know, like a head wrap and like curly uh, gray hair. I, I could see it happening. Mm, I see. <laughs> All right, so Peridium, it is your call. Which one of our two winner picks here was the more accurate one for Tommy? I'll say also that um, when I was looking at the winner picks, I also had Tommy as my okay, winner yeah. pick going in. <laughs> so you guys are much similar company here. And I also picked Tyler from Big Brother 20. So we are all on the same oh, page. Simpatico. I will say that I was a little bit more obsessed with uh, with Liana's. Um, I liked what you said. You pretty much said exactly what I was thinking. If I was to do what you like, if you if I was taking part in writing pre jury stuff I, or, or preseason stuff, I think I would have written exactly what you said. Um, his his comic was the Flash Mobster, which sounded pretty similar to what you had. And yeah, I'm gonna give it to you, Liana. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the returnee. Did not come through in a the battle back. We did come through in a buyback. He was able to survive our oldest house guest this season. 
Mr. Cliff Hogg, the Hogg father. I'll start with Cliff here. I had him making the jury. I said he would be nominated the first week, but he survived since people feel they could use him as a pawn. I said he'd wipe out a bunch during competitions. I said he'd be the most game to make puns in the diary room. And I said he'd make the top three for America's favorite player. And his superhero name was the Oil Baron. Hmm. Uh, you wrote a lot for Cliff. Did you just feel like there was so much to work with there? Yeah, I think I think that I think he fills a certain archetype mm-hmm. in Big Brother that you know you have a lot to work with in terms of like they're going to do a lot with him no matter how long he lasts. And I I don't know I I just got a certain impression from it, and it appears people did as well considering that they kept him around for as long as they did. Yeah, yeah, he definitely stuck out as uh, amongst this cast. I think so. There's definitely a lot to work with. Um. Okay, so I was a little less optimistic about Cliff's chances. Um. So I actually had pre-jury. Um. I said that he will be a fan favorite for the few weeks he's on the show. Um. We'll talk about wanting to win competitions, but won't be able to win competitions. Um. We'll be in an alliance with Ovi. I don't know why. I I thought that but i'm happy about that one um and yeah, then nice. bb comic name was boss hog because i'm creative <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't too far off and then turning him into a weird like furry combination with the groundhog yeah that was so weird um yeah i didn't really understand the connections it says if you see his shadow run was that on that was on the comic that was actually uh that was the line on the oh, comic that's weird does that have to do with anything? i just i mean I don't know. I well, couldn't I mean, understand the, the, the Groundhog Day is, you know, no, see a shadow. I mean, no, I, no, I know yeah. that, but I, okay. I, I just didn't know if there was any other association with Cliff specifically. Also, apart they, from his last name is two G's, and they only used one G. Obviously, it's how you spell Groundhog. I thought it would have been better if they included two G's there. They, they didn't even put a second G in there? <laughs> nope, it's just one G. I'm looking at it. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's interesting because technically Cliff was both pre-jury right. and post-jury. Yes, exactly. So you guys kind of, you know, divided and conquered with that one. Um you did get that he was in a, an alliance with Ovi, which was right. Um, he was in the top three America's favorite player. It was very, it was very liked. I think he might have been at his most liked up until he got busted with his uh, cliff notes. So early on, he was definitely a fan favorite. I think I'm going to give it to Mike mm-hmm. in this one. I think uh, you you've made more. You, I, I agree with more of what you had to say there. And uh, he did go quite the distance, almost almost won the season. So. He didn't win competitions. Uh, I don't think he was going to be able to. So, yep. It'll be, it'll be very interesting to see both how casting and the contestants look at the older man archetype now mm-hmm. that someone has sort of, I guess, quote unquote, broken the curse. And like, to your point, not even made it far, but, you know, was a couple moves away from nearly winning the game. You know, I feel like someone like Kevin in Big Brother 19 certainly went the distance, but I don't know if he necessarily had the wherewithal to actually get the win at the end. But I wonder if that's going to change, you know, if knock on wood, did they cast older people or will people say, let's get this old person out quickly because they might pull mm. a clip and pull it out at the end? They might be less trusting because that was his key his key focal point in his yeah. strategy was, you gotta trust me, I'm the old guy, and everyone did, and then it cost a lot uh, of them. But I mean, he was also evicted pre-jury, so yeah, right? yeah. Like, <laughs> he's back because he beasted that competition um, but yeah, he was evicted pre-jury, so <laughs> it's just like, remember that. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to our Lord and Savior, our Queen, Nicole Anthony. Liana, 
How did you think Nicole was going to do preseason? Okay, so I said Nicole would make the jury. Um, and I said that she will uh, channel Rockstar on the feeds. Um, she will also do arts and crafts projects, in parenthesis, Pegasus drawings. Uh, she will get voted <laughs> out sixth place. I don't know why I was so specific. Wow, there. you know, you went super, you went super specific. You went very like Mike Bloom I, with your predictions. I know this that was super weird. Um, and then her BB comic was the Pegasus. <laughs> uh, so I had I was less bullish on Nicole or less unicornish. I had her going out <laughs> pre-jury. I actually wrote literally goes out in the in the Bronte spot in a similar manner. So like mm. totally quirky underestimated girl who just happens to get nominated and maybe due to two other people or one other person on the block that can be more useful than her uh, gets evicted. Almost like what when Cliff ended up getting evicted over her. That exact reasoning. I said she'd be part of a few quirky antics that weird out the other house guests. I said she'd wear at least one costume that she then incorporates into her regular wardrobe and she does a lot of singing on the feeds. Mm. And her superhero name is Time Out the Toddler Tamer. <laughs> that's a mouthful oh because she's a kindergarten teacher right yeah she's yeah. a preschool aide. okay yes 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 okay that makes sense yeah it was interesting they called her nicolosis was her uh bb comic name i for some reason um, i thought it was maybe i'm thinking of her instagram that it was just strong island but i think that it was does part say of the greetings line, right? from strong island on it so you might not, not too far off huh. i i would probably give i'm gonna give this one to liana Simply because uh, Nicole went much further. And um, yeah, she I wouldn't say she was much of a rock star type. Um, and she didn't really have any costumes that she incorporated into her outfits. I don't think she did arts and crafts. That was one of her big things. That was like one of the biggest things. Her doing all her wacky little arts and crafts in the house, running around with those. So yeah, I'm going to give it to Liana, two to one. Um, yeah, I I don't, I remember not feeling high on Nicole going into the season. Um, I don't think a lot of people did. I mean, she I was wasn't. last yeah. on the RHAP draft. Right. Um, and I think that that was a feeling I think that was shared by, you know, by a lot of people. So it's actually really interesting to see her trajectory over the course of the season and especially to see her become a fan favorite and of course, you know, win America's favorite player in the end. So that's like, it's kind of a really cool, almost success story, I guess, for Nicole. Um yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in the pre- in the preseason, I didn't have her very high. I sort of looked at her like a Bronte type, mm-hmm. like Mike said. And I mean, I'm looking at uh, Joker's update. She was at the bottom of the poll in the preseason, too, at one point. So I don't think a lot of us like a lot of people didn't have her uh, too highly at that mm-hmm. point. I don't think it was. I remember she said like she was not a big fan of bullying, but then she was like yeah. my number one favorite Paul. I, th- I think mm-hmm. that's what yeah, it was. Really it was, it was that and also the, the lock my parents yes. in the basement thing like. We Nicole turned out to be like the complete opposite personality to that, but I feel like when you hear that, and that's one of only a few sound bites you get from someone, you're like, right. you're a little unhinged. I don't know how you'll do in the house. Right. And then she told the story. I she told the story. I think post season yeah, interview. I don't remember. With- and I actually was like, found it way more charming because I knew her so much better. And I was like, wow, what? It's like that's the that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, it was that she wouldn't show, or her parents like wouldn't tell her what's in the bag or something. She still doesn't know what's in the bag. So I'm really hoping that Taryn can really get to the bottom of that because I really want to know. That's, <laughs> that's what the, we. That's the one thing we need from the deep dive. Yes. Personally, right. right. Let's move on to. Our runner-up here, Holly Allen, 31, Wyoming. Let's see how she did. So I had Holly making finale night. Mm. Uh, I said that Holly would get nominated at least three times. I said she'd get a segment about Ranch Facts, where she talked about her upbringing. I said she'd win at least one HOH. And I said that she'd be the first to leave her current job when the season ends. That remains to be seen. And her superhero name was 
ranch hand, parentheses, double entendre because she'll also get covered in ranch during a salad inspired endurance HOH. <laughs> oh man, that's a that actually <laughs> wait, didn't um didn't that happen because of Cliff's the tossing salad before the wife? joke oh wait, there yes. was a salad yes, it was the ball catching thing yeah they like got salad <laughs> tossed at them right did she get ranch poured on oh her God. i don't think so um uh, she could have been ranch uh, it was a, the, the role she was born to play so close the most accurate <laughs> prediction all season um okay so i had holly making the jury um i said that she will form an alliance with kat and christy but that alliance will be completely ineffective um will go in a double eviction because she's a good boring consensus boot um and i had her bb comic name as the safari savant mm. uh, I think I'm going to give it to uh, well, you had a really strong point right out right, right, uh, right out of the gate, Mike. I'm going to give it to you for just you pegged her going into the finale, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, she she was there. She she was a bit of an insignificant character throughout the season, so I could have seen her going out in a double eviction in some alternate universe. Uh, she maybe even could have, I guess, if say Tommy had won the double at the final six and Jackson won the veto, maybe. But um, either way, yeah, I'm going to give it to uh, to Mike with this one. All right. It's all tied up as we move Ooh. into the one and only Jackson Mickey. Our <laughs> BB winner, obviously neither mine nor Liana's nor Peridium's winner. But Liana, how did you feel Jackson would do preseason? Okay, so I had Jackson making the jury. Um, I said that he will be Winston 2.0 in his intro packages and will kiss his gun. Um, he will let paranoia get to him um, in his attempts to build a big alliance aka C. Devon uh, for BB-16 um, will be a very emotional player and make a lot of emotional decisions and his BB comic name is hip to be square oh <laughs> so Liana you and I are on such the same page because I also had him going Jerry. I also wrote he gets the Winston award <laughs> For most intense stare yeah. and pitching skills, uh, I said he'd get nominated for being perceived as physical, even though he hasn't actually won anything. Uh, and I said his superhero name would be Traxon, but it's just him running. <laughs> I also imagine him in a tracksuit, also, for some reason in this comic. <laughs> So between the two of you, you guys are pretty similar. This is really coming down to the wire here. I don't know um, why we both thought Jackson was so similar to Winston. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did do the. He did have a gun in his intro. You know, like he was going to be that guy. I feel like he was more apparent as like who Winston was once before, uh, after episode one. Whereas in the preseason, Winston, I think I just remember everyone was so blindsided by all that. Um, Mickey was a little bit more predictable to me. He kind of played what I thought he would do, and he, he didn't really deter too much. He definitely, I wouldn't say wasn't, I don't want to say he definitely wasn't emotional. He had some moments where he was emotional, but I feel like he was definitely more stone cold mm-hmm. than most of the people this season. So, gosh, I want to just cut the point in half or something. Dr. Uh, Jackson and Mickey Hyde, give one to Jackson, one, one Jackson yeah, to you. You know what, let's, <laughs> let's do it. I'll take Jackson. You want Mickey? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you you can be Jackson and I'll take the Mickey point here. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Um, All right. Congratulations to the both of us. (laughs) Wow. Everybody wins. Well, it kind of makes sense also. Like, we had the same winner pick, you know, kind of in lockstep. So, um, so I think this is a fair outcome. 
We've been yeah. we've been divergent on Survivor, so I think that just seems to be our trend. That Survivor we're on completely separate pages, but we're totally in the same book here when it comes to BB. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, didn't we both though have Morgan as our winner for? Yes, there was that one time that you, we both picked <laughs> Morgan and Ricky. And I think that was sort of our curse that we're like, okay, we're done <laughs> being on the same page now. We're going in completely different directions. Yeah, yeah I, Morgan, she was actually pretty underrated. I remember I made a joke in one of my videos the week before she got voted out, where I made a my, my the last clip I used in the video the week before her elimination was of Morgan from Kagiyan getting voted mm. out. And I ended the video with that because I was joking about her getting like uh, Jacob gave her the advantage or gave her the information and then she got voted out and I joked about it. And then all of a sudden she got voted out the next week and I was just like, oh, my you, gosh, what the you heck? cursed her. You owe Morgan Ricky a million dollars. Yeah. I, You're the I, one, might, so. I feel so bad. Oh, man. Before we move on to more fun and games, we're going to take a quick break to listen to a word from our sponsors. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And we are back, so let's keep on keeping on. Um, okay, so I think, um, you know, it's been really fun to see everybody's trajectories over the course of this season. Um, and so we're going to sort of stick in a similar theme. I want to talk about the final um, part of the HOH competition and the little videos of the jury during this time. So I know most people were focused on what was being said in the videos. I was just watching weird stuff that was happening in the background so i want to talk about just you know some of the things that were maybe um uh, a little behind the scenes if you will during these videos uh so the way this is going to work is i'm going to essentially ask a question um that has a numerical answer and uh we'll just go back and forth and um uh, oh, no, you know what? We'll do it where you each um, like pick a number. So honor system and then whoever is closest. No, like without going over, just whoever is closest. Mm, we'll get the yeah, point. Tiebreaker. Exactly. Uh, all right. So let's just go ahead and dig right into this. So this is all about Kat's video. So how many pictures of Brett were behind Kat in her video? Oh. So, Ooh, okay. yeah, so mm. each of you can think of a number. And then, Mike, when you're ready, we'll start with you. All right. I'm going to say I feel like there were three things behind her, but I don't think Brett was all the pictures. I'm pretty sure one of them was like a heart that she'd made in one of those jury Instagram things uh, and not the head that she ripped off of somebody. I can't remember at this point. I'm going to say there was I'm going to say there were two pictures of Brett. Okay, Pridium, what do you think? Okay, so are we allowed to have the yes. same answer or not sure, the same yeah. answer? Yeah, you're allowed to, if that's what you put down. Okay. Okay, I was thinking, too, I remember seeing him doing his um, jury, or when he was on the block, and he was doing that weird speech where he started yelling. I remember seeing that, and I don't know if there was two more. I'm pretty, there was one on the left, and I think there was one on the right. So 
I think I'm going to stick with two. I don't remember what the second one was, but I do remember seeing him doing that weird yell where he was standing up during his speech. All right. So we're starting off much like Holly versus Jackson in this competition. You both get it correct. Um, oh, so, yes, wow. there were uh, two pictures of Brett and uh, Mike, you were right. The other one was the heart. I like cat hearts Brett sign that was in the background. Uh, uh, OK, so let's move on. Jack's video. Um, so <laughs> I talked about this on the finale podcast, but I was obsessed with the fact that the production was like blowing wind at Jack <laughs> and it wasn't in a sexy way, you know, like a Jason Momoa type way. No, it was like sideways blowing his hair in front of his face, which I just thought was so bizarre. So the question here is, how many times did Jack push hair out of his face during his like 20 second video? Oh, boy. Um, okay, oh, so yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like, what would you do? Because I do recall Jack's just being him, like in a forest, and just not having the fan blow the right way. <laughs> just like, hmm. yeah. I would. Uh, well, yeah. it was so. It was just so weird too because like you put him in a windy forest. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, you know those those forests are the most windy things of all. They're basically hurricanes can be formed there in the coniferous trees. <laughs> yeah, I like really didn't get it. Um, okay, pretty. Um, what do you think? Oh boy. Uh, I guess I'll say three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a bit more bullish. I'm going to go with five times we got the, uh, the hair tussle. Okay, so pretty um three was correct. So you get a point here. But Ooh, oh, like, I did nice. you're right on the money. I did. I did think wow. it was much more because I just remember him constantly doing it. Apparently, it was only three times. Um, okay, so the next uh, question is about Tommy's video. So this was super weird because he wasn't writing a letter, which the yeah, other... wasn't he just like staring off into the distance? Yeah, it was like him weirdly fantasizing about the season, making some uncomfortable facial expressions. Um, so that was a very odd uh, production choice. Uh, but this question is about what percent of the time was Tommy's eyes closed? <laughs> um, wow. as he fantasized about the season um, during this Ooh. video. Um, so again, still a numerical answer, but a percent of uh, the amount of time. So I'll give right. you guys a I'm second going. to think about this, but Mike, you will yeah, kick us is... off. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Hmm, I'm going to say 30%. I feel like Tommy is someone who, while he is dramatic, is not going to have his eyes closed most of the time. He wants to be big and expressive, so... I'm going to be a bit conservative here and say his eyes were closed only 30% of the time. Okay, pretty. And what do you think? So if, if, uh, so it's whoever's closer without going over or just whoever's, Wh whoever's closer? Whoever's closest. Okay. I'm going to say 25. I think it might be even less, even though he's definitely somebody who, I, I remember seeing that too. I was just like, what is, what is it? Like, this is, I think that was what encouraged me to start tweeting it, to tweet out that I would rather get evicted pre-jury than have to do this. <laughs> I, I, I have to make the finale and the final three or go pre-jury because I cannot be in this, these videos. So I'm going to say 25%, but I feel like it, it could very well be higher. Would you rather lose and have to be a part of these weird jury right. things? Or would you rather win and not have to do it? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I will go in third if it has to. I'll come. I'll go to third. Yo, place. that's yeah. Like, that sweet <laughs> spot of you. You definitely missed it, so you don't have to do these weird videos. Um, yeah. So, Mike, you were closer. It was actually thirty six percent of the time. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you're both pretty close, though. Um, given the the range. Wow, that is that might be the most useless trivia I will 
ever know in my whole <laughs> oh, life. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy to know it. No, though. I mean, you know, there are times when I'm putting together games where I take a step back and I'm like, what ridiculousness am I doing right now? Me sitting with my phone timing Tommy's eyes, like, oh, he closed right. his eyes. Okay, start the timer. Oh, I opened up, stop the timer. <laughs> yeah, I want to just, I, I appreciate you doing yeah. that. This is the stuff that I'm here for. All right. Uh, so let's move on to the next question, which is also pretty silly. Um, this is about Sis's video. How many chickens were behind Sis in her video? Um, so I had to watch this multiple times to try to figure it out because sometimes the chickens go in and out of frame. So I picked the frame when there were the most chickens <laughs> that I could see. I don't know if that helps or hurts. So what was the maximum capacity of chickens on the screen? At right. what, were they different chickens or were they the same chicken and they just happened to be walking back? The, they're they were definitely different. So this is independent, distinct okay. chickens. Just in general, how many distinct how- chickens walked behind sis in the yes, background? I think that's what I okay. quantified. We're not, and we're not counting her as a chicken. No. And sis right. in her costume does not count. Also, I feel horrible that everyone else seemed to be wearing regular clothes and she had to get that damn chicken outfit back on. That's all they know about her. Um, all right. So, Pritium, we'll start with you. What do you think? And say, they say the chickens in the details. I appreciate <laughs> that she was the only one there in the costume. Um, it was, I mean, it was the most memorable thing she had going for, I think. I would say there were, oh gosh, I don't, I'll say six. Okay, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to try to count my chickens <laughs> before they appear on screen. I'm going to go with four. Okay, so there were 13. What? Yeah. <laughs> so I saw like four when I first watched it, four or five or something I, like that. I barely remember there being any. Okay, so there were chickens in the, sort of like three different areas of her video. So there's like some in the foreground, some like sort of middle, and then like some way in the background, like by the abandoned cabin or whatever she was sitting in front of. But yeah, there were thirteen. So uh, this point goes to Peridium. Wow. There were 13 chickens? There were 13 chickens. (laughs) Um, That must have been some really fun, like, stock footage that someone had to find uh, for this, for sure. Um, Okay, so our next question is about Christy's video. How many inflatable pool toys are in the background of her video? So, Mike, we will start with oh, you. God. All right. Well, I'm depending on the same number as chickens, it might be like 25. <laughs> oh, um, all I remember about Christy is that she was doing a very nice yoga hold pose, which is interesting because like, like you forget how she was sort of like this, this very mystical boutique owner mm. coming into the season. And that sort of got lost amongst all the other Christy stuff that happened. Manifest aside, I'm going to say I'll say four. No, nope, I'll say five. Five pool toys behind Christy as she's doing her yoga pose. Okay, pretty. What do you think? So I legit, I don't remember there being any. <laughs> I remember, I remember she was in like a campground, I think, doing yoga. But I do, I was like a pool toy. Gosh. So, uh, Mike, what'd you say? You said five. I said five. All right. I'll just say I'm gonna say four. Just to go lower. Okay. So there was only one. So pretty, we get the oh, point okay. here. So wow. I, I originally went in thinking, oh, I'll do how many tents are in the background because I that's also all I remembered was um, the tents. Right. But as I was watching, I was like, is that a giant inflatable killer whale? You know, like one of the ones with the handles that you can ride in the pool. Um, and so as soon as I saw that, I was huh. like, well, that's super weird. So of course I have to make that <laughs> the question. Um, okay, so congratulations, Pretium. You're the winner of this quiz. Um, oh, the other you. ones I had for I tried to 
come up with ones for uh, like Nick. It was super boring. He was just sitting in front of a campfire, so there was nothing exciting there. Oh, surprise, surprise! Nick did not have an exciting video that was, <laughs> that was uh, you know forcing him to bring out his personality. No, exactly. The most interesting <laughs> thing I could come up with was how many pockets does Nick's shirt have? It has one. <laughs> just so dumb. I was like, okay, never mind. I won't do everybody. I'll just do a subset of people. Um, I also like that Eclipse was not. I mean, it's it's really interesting. They brought up the the memory wall stuff, but I kind of felt bad that everyone else was like. I this happened to me. And Cliff was like, "My picture was below Catherine's on the on the memory wall." Like he he did a lot in the game. Give him some commendations. Yeah, it was right. Didn't he also like he wore glasses or something? Or his picture yeah, didn't like, have glasses. My, my picture had glasses. And then, yeah, like basically when you're making people play Guess Who <laughs> instead of talking about what you did at the game, you know uh, it's unfortunate for you. Yeah, mm. which was so silly because yeah, he had a lot of game related you know things that he did. So yeah, very very odd. Yeah, much more than the. Than the sis and her 13 chickens <laughs> yeah oh man that was so funny all right so peridium i know the last time you were here you surprised us with the game and we are living up to chicken george one of sis's 13 chicken relatives and we are expecting the <laughs> unexpected here i believe you have brought that game back for us big brother style i did yes um of course of course i i had so much fun doing it last time uh, for Survivor Edge of Extinction, I tried to put together this family feud fast money game, and I thought it was really good. I actually really enjoyed it a lot. I think you guys did. So I thought, you know what? Let's do it again. Let's do it one more time. And that happened actually before the season ended. Now we have one with the season over. So we have the cumulative opinion, the aggregate opinion of all of my YouTube channel followers that responded. And um, I went ahead I asked on my YouTube channel for people's answers to five questions about Big Brother 21. I pulled their answers, took the first 100 that responded over or about, I think there's about 900 total right now, which is ridiculous. And I decided to try and put them into this family feud fast money game. So I can explain the rules or uh, should I explain the rules first? Yeah, why don't you explain it for for those that are uninitiated that are we're too busy checking out Big Brother all summer that they weren't watching their ABC family game night and checking out Steve <laughs> Harvey on the Family Feud. So basically, in the Family Feud Fast Money game, or should we say the Big Brother Fast Feud Money game, um, this is going to have five questions asked to both Mike and Liana separately. They're, one of them is going to step away from the microphone, uh, take off their headphones or you know do whatever they have to do. I'm going to ask five questions to each of them. Their objective is to try to find the most popular answer that was given to me from my YouTube followers. So for example, if I said, well, who was your favorite player this season? They're trying to figure out, or who was my YouTube channel's favorite player this season? They want to figure out the number one and eventually number two answers. They will accrue points for their answers. The, if they pick the more popular answers, they'll get more points. The objective is to get to 200 total points between both, both Michael and Yana. And um, Last time we did this was the Edge of Extinction, and you guys narrowly beat the game. You were very, I don't know if you guys remember, you were really close to, to not beating it. Do you guys remember how, how close it was? Yeah, I think it came down to, like, the last question, and we barely got over the edge. Yeah, It did, yeah. It was the last question, uh, the last answer. And you guys had, out of 200 points, you had 203 Ooh. points. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So that was I was I was I remember making it thinking like I have no idea this could be completely broken this game could be completely imbalanced and it'll be like incredibly hard to find like incredibly hard for you guys to win or it could be like the easiest thing in the world I don't know 
Um, so I was both happy to see that it was sort of the best of both worlds, where I think it was pretty difficult, but also good enough that you guys you guys excelled at it and managed to beat it. So I don't know. We'll see what happens this time. I was going to say, right. yeah, I don't have high hopes for the Big Brother version, but, uh, but we'll see. I'm I'm here to play. Well, I'll uh, I'll step away first, so I'll let Liana go because I think I think I went first last time. Um, so just you did, Mike. You did. Hey. Me in the chat when uh, you're ready to have me back. I'm gonna go listen to my HOH headphones and dance around. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Bye, Mike. All right, so yes. Liana, uh, with Mike off stage, I'm gonna ask you five questions. We'll have about twenty seconds. We're not really nobody's really <laughs> timing us for the most part. Um, if you can't think of an answer, which I would be incredibly surprised by, you can say pass. And um, yeah, yeah, if you and Mike can come up with 200 points after the both of you go, you'll get that confetti on your shoulders. All right. Uh, you yes, ready to go? Let's do this thing. All right. We'll put 20 seconds <laughs> on the proverbial clock. All right. So question number one is going to be name the player YouTube said was their favorite for Big Brother Nicole. 21. Okay. Name the Big Brother 21 twist YouTube said was their favorite. Ooh, uh, the field trip. Okay. Other than Jackson, tell me the player YouTube said played the best game this season. Tommy. Okay. On a scale from 1 to 10, give me the score YouTube rated Big Brother 21. Ooh, uh, 6. Lastly, name the Big Brother 21 player YouTube believes is most likely to return for an All-Stars uh, 2. Cliff. All right. Easy Ooh. enough. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's bring Mike back, I guess. <laughs> see if, uh, see if we can uh, recreate some of the magic from Survivor. Um, yeah, this is good. There's no magic. There's no magic. Yeah, here. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I guess, Leona, you can stick around for this since you already know the questions and all that. Sounds good. Um. Okay, so Mike, Liana just went. We'll reveal both your guys' answers after you both go. Um, so, are you ready to go, Mike? We're going to give you about 25 seconds on Ooh, the clock, proverbial okay. clock. Oh, that's like half a nick. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question number one. Name the player YouTube said was their favorite for Big Brother 21. Nicole. Need another answer. Cliff. Okay. Name the Big Brother 21 twist that YouTube said was their favorite. Double eviction. Okay. Other than Jackson, tell me the player YouTube said played the best game this season. Tommy. Need another answer. Nicole. Okay. On a scale from 1 to 10, give me the score YouTube rated Big Brother 21. Six. Need another answer. <laughs> Seven. Last question. Name the Big Brother 21 player YouTube believes is most likely to return for an All-Stars 2. Uh, Christy. All right. There you go. Ooh. Five answers. You had a lot of uh, similar ones to uh, I don't know what it is uh, about Big Brother, Liana. We're both drinking the same Kool-Aid. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was the same flavor that Paul made in the house. Could you use an adjective to describe it? Tall. No, what was it? Can you describe a noun? Yeah, I think she. I, yeah, she, I think she said like. Uh, she said use like, a noun. Right. Yeah, she said like physical or something. She said she used a noun to describe him. No, no, I loved it when she was like a noun is a person, place, or thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, sis. Okay, so um, we can sort of just tabulate the points as we go along with these questions, and I'll, I'll reveal both your answers for each question, one through five. I did do the math and I figured out that 
Well, I, we'll, we'll go through these question and I'll let you know what my thoughts this were. Sound very, it doesn't sound very hopeful. <laughs> no. I was trying to make sure that the game wasn't broken or impossible to win. And at the same time, I didn't want to make it so easy that you guys would win by like, I don't know, question mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So for question number one, it was name the player YouTube said was their favorite for Big Brother 21. Uh, Liana, you said Nicole. And uh, Mike, did you say Nicole? I, or was, I said uh, Nicole at first, and then I said Clint. Yeah, I figured that would be mm-hmm. the case. Um, so Nicole was, in fact, the number one answer. Not surprised. She was worth 41 Ooh. points, which is an insane amount. Uh, mathematically, you want to get about 40 points per question. So you've already, everything else after this is gravy. Cliff was the number three answer. He was worth 12 points. What, what, number yeah. two, Kemi? No, Kemi was actually not number two. Kemi was number, what is she, one, two, three, six. I know, I was going to ask, who do you guys think would be number two if it wasn't Nicole or Cliff? Uh, Hmm. Maybe Christy, if they're going for, like, the train wreck factor of it all? Nope, Christy was actually right after Kemi. Is it Tommy? Nope, Tommy was right after Cliff. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, I didn't see this coming either. (laughs) I have no idea. No. (laughs) So I'll say five... No, Ovi, so five people didn't get a single mention, sadly, and Ovi was one of them. Gone too soon. Yeah. The other four were Bella, Jack, Sis, and Nick. Yeah, well, yeah. So he's in good company. Was Jess the number two? Jess was not. Nope. Jess was, uh, she got one person. Right? This is crazy. you know what? Is it it Kat? It's not. Kat was right after Tommy at number five. You guys are going down the whole roster. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe this. This is crazy. So do you want yeah. me to give it to you yeah. now? At this we point, we're just going like, to guess the rest of the cast. There's only three. There's literally only yeah. three people I think left that you haven't said. One of them was the first boot, David. It's not David. The other two were the final two. It was Jackson. Jackson. Wow. Jackson was number two with thirteen. That's 13%. crazy, especially since you you did this survey like right after the season, right? I did. I did it over this past hmm. weekend. Wow. I, you would think, given so, what happened in the finale, given how much people were like, yes, we got our pound of flesh from Jackson, maybe they were happy about that, but I don't know. It's, he was painted in such a negative light, despite I th- his I think, I think with the online community, there are some Jackson sympathizers mm-hmm. who weren't fully 1-1 um, one, one sync with what was shown on the uh, live feeds versus the episodes. So for them, they probably were a little bit blindsided. Maybe they feel bad for Jackson or something. Maybe they want to forgive Jackson. I don't know. I mean, to say that he's your favorite, though, is a pretty big stretch. I couldn't imagine putting him as my favorite, but yeah, well, so actually, um, I have a little bit of insight on that because I was uh, putting together a casuals corner game that we're going to play. And uh, there were definitely a lot of comments that were, I can't believe that CBS would do that to Jackson. You know, what did he do Mm, to deserve that? Blah, blah, blah. So. um, So, yeah, I can definitely understand where 13 percent of people would come from thinking that, you know, or having him as their favorite. Right. Well, the good news is you guys are sitting pretty after one question with 53 points or over a quarter of the way there to 200. So we'll go on to question number two, which was sort of the random question. I couldn't think I had four that were pretty easy. And I was like, what do I do for a fifth one? I'm like, OK, let's talk about twists. So this was name the Big Brother 21 twist that YouTube said was their favorite. Now, Liana, you went first. Yeah, I know. Right. So I was interested to see what people were going to say and if there was going to be like a runaway winner or something. Um, Liana, you said the field trip, America's favorite, America's Mm -hmm. field trip. And uh, that was actually number three with 23 points. So actually a decent amount. Yeah, not not so bad. Mike, you said, what did you say? You said the double eviction. Does that even count? Which was one of those. 
<laughs> so that was one of those interesting ones where it's like technically I guess it's a twist because I would I've called it a twist in the past. Um but the actually it actually was worth three points. Oh great! <laughs> oh, <Mike. laughs> Hooray! So I went ahead and decided to not skirt around. Some people leave lots of random answers. Sometimes they'll fill out four to five answers, or they love to leave multiple names. So like, who's your favorite? And they list like half the cast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just go with whoever they put first because I'm like, that was the person at the front of their mind. So a lot of times people like for this example, they didn't like a lot of the twists. So in this case, um, I took some of the jokey answers and included them because why not? They're only worth like one or two points. Do you guys have any idea what might have been America's field, America's field trip was number three. Do you guys have any idea what might be number one or number two? Um, I, I feel like it's like none of them number one or something. <laughs> That's exactly. Sarcasm on the Internet yep. should have should have given it to me. So I was initially going to name this question, going to make it say, including none of them, name the Big Brother 21 twist that YouTube said was, and I decided to get rid of it because I'm like, that's too easy. Uh, but number one answer was none of them for 31 yeah, points. That makes sense. Um, was, uh, I can't, I'm, okay, so I, was it America's Prankster? I guess, number, I guess number two was the Prank Week, yeah. No, Prankster was actually at number four with only four oh. points. It was a huge drop off after America's Field mm, Trip. Uh, the... Wacktivity Sarah, I, I, competition. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Wacktivity. No, it only got one. It was worth one oh. point. Wow, that got even less than double eviction. The <laughs> <laughs> twist that might not be a twist. Did, did Camp, is it Camp Comeback? It is Camp Comeback. I think it was so, so remembered that people just by default put mm. it in. Um, it got 30 points. Oh, wow. I guess I, almost as much as none of them. I guess it's because it allowed us to like, watch the people that we liked more but i feel like there was yeah. so much bad right. stuff that happened almost as a result of cam comeback the bad outweighs the good yeah i mean that was my thought actually because i thought of camp comeback and i was like oh no you know i uh, had a lot of controversy or at least that's what i remember but um but yeah that's a good point also you know if you're trying to think of uh twists <laughs> that's the one that lasted the longest so maybe you're more likely right. to remember that so uh but yeah none of the above is is great yeah i totally forgot I about think- the activity competition <laughs> I think people have stronger memories when they're in pain. Yes. <clears throat> and I think Camp Comeback was very much uh, a, a month-long, unfun camp. So. <laughs> <clears throat> so we can go to number three. Um, you guys got 26 points after question two on top of your 53 points. Um, so we can just sort of slowly do the math as we get down the questions. But that'll be sitting you guys at 79 total, which is actually pretty good. It's about where you'd want to be. Number three, question three was, um, other than Jackson, I figured most people would say Jackson, or he'd be a runaway, easy, obvious, who, who played the best game this season. So I decided to say, okay, at, at, outside of Jackson, who do you guys think? And Liana, you said Tommy, and Tommy was a pretty good answer. Uh, he was the second most popular answer for best game other than the winner. Uh, he, had, he was worth 24 okay. points. I'll take it. That's pretty good. And Mike, you said uh, you said Nicole played the best game. I, I assume that um, po- some people like to equate popularity with good gameplay as well. So I just sort of went with that mindset. Okay. Do you, do you feel confident with that, or do you feel like that's going to be another double eviction? Three. I don't know. I actually feel pretty confident about it because she's someone who we saw up until finale night, and she was making some good moves at the end, winning competition. So I feel pretty good about it. Okay. Well, you should feel good because that was. I, let me just look clear. That was the most runaway answer what? of the entire survey. Yes! 
Yes. I made up for you. You redeemed yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That was worth 45 points. Oh, my God. Nearly 50% of those that responded that I surveyed believe Nicole played the best game other than Jackson. Congratulations. That's a great answer. I I don't know if that's the case, but I'm not going to doubt the internet if it's helping us. Exactly. I honestly, I was, I was like, wow, that is such a runaway answer. I wonder if you guys would maybe think it was like not good enough of an ant. Like, no, no, they're not going to say Nicole. And then you wouldn't get like 45 points there. But I mean, I've been, I've been following the stock watch all season. We know how much the audience loves to equate popularity Mm -hmm. with good gameplay numbers. Yeah, true. Okay, so that netted you guys 69 nice. points nice. per point for number three, which is huge. <laughs> so you initially had 79. I'm going all the way up. Um, all right, number four. On a scale from one to 10, actually, I really want to quickly go back. Let me go back one question. Number two, I, I had a few jokey answers that I wanted to bring up yeah. that I didn't get to bring up that I thought were really funny. And this was talking about the twists because a lot of people didn't like the twists. And so instead of saying none of them, they gave me jokey answers that, uh, I thought were great. Like one person said, Jess winning two comps in one week. <laughs> that was a good twist. Hey, expect the unexpected. That's true. Well, I like that. It's a plot twist more so. Somebody I think was so over the moon about Nicole. They just said the best twist of, of the season was Nicole's existence. Oh. And the last one person said, letting Jackson eat in the shower. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so funny. Didn't he deny that when he came out of the house? He's like, I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he and did. now people are trying to come after him with video evidence, which I think he's just going to keep denying until, you know, yeah. until he decides not to go on to Big Brother anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wish he would own it. I don't know. Technically, we didn't see the food go into his mouth, <laughs> but I don't know. Either way, he's it bringing food like into the shower. I don't exactly know what the purpose would be if not to eat said Well, shit. he brought a cucumber into the bathroom that one time, so, yeah, you know. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so number four, question number four on a scale from one to ten, give me the score YouTube rated Big Brother 21. Um, let's see, Liana, you said six mm-hmm. out of ten. So maybe just barely above average. Uh, that was actually the number one answer. Nice. Worth 23 Aww. points. <laughs> All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> could be worse, you know. I mean, it could have been... Could have been double eviction. Know, so you know what? I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm assuming is we'll like say, is like would be like the one equivalent. Like if some how many people gave this season a one? Oh, well, you know, yeah. People on the internet also tend to go like really one way or the other. So I'll be intrigued when all this is done to find out how many ten votes and how many one votes there were. Somebody gave this season a Nicole out of ten, so that would have been worth okay. one point if you were really high in Nicole. Just saying Nicole for every single answer, you could have done it and you know made a killing. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then okay, so there were twenty three points. Uh, the next one was Mike. Mike, you said seven out of ten. Um, and uh, yeah, assuming six out of 10 was the number one answer, seven out of 10 was the number two answer for 18 you points. I assume that maybe it would have been a bit of an uptick because Jackson, say what you want about him, but I do feel like he's one of the most unique player types to win a season of Big Brother, and he certainly was a bit flashy down the line. So I think that it's definitely uh, very different compared to the past two finales where it was more of like the quieter, which is weird to say about Josh, but like less flashy player mm. one. So I think that sort of helped bolster people's opinions a bit. Right. It's interesting when we did this for Edge of Extinction, the top two answers were uh, by far and away there were seven and eight out of ten. So it's interesting to see. Mm. Not not a huge correlation. Oh but... I, I can only imagine if you asked that question after the finale what that number would have been. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. This was right after the double uh double boot of Kelly and David. So people were a lot higher on it before that point. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wonder if like if, the, if, if this was done after the double eviction of Big Brother 21, mm-hmm. you know, I think that six, seven might turn into a seven. Eight, yeah, so. I, I mean, though, that's the thing. And especially with 99 days, it's such a roller coaster. You know, you pull at different times during the season. You could get a huge array of answers, you know, from nines to ones, I'm sure, just depending on when you ask. Yeah. And so I figured since you brought it up, Mike, the ten, people who get, number of people give it a 10 out of 10 or a one out of 10. It's actually really low. Only one person give it a 10 and one person okay. give it a one. Wow. Yeah, and 100 people. So uh, the same so. number of people gave the season a 1, a 10, and a Nicole. Out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'd, I decided to look at this survey of the first 100 people and see what their average score is out of 10. And it turned into a 5.39 out of 10, which isn't that high. Yeah, especially compared to the number one and number two answers. I guess it's just so, so heavily weighted to the bottom half of the scale. Yeah, looking at the numbers go down, it like the th- number three was five out of ten, then four out of ten, then three mm-hmm. out of ten. So those are the, th- the third, fourth, and fifth most popular. Eventually it gets to eight and nine, but um, people were more down, especially with the ending of the season. So, number five. Question number five was, name the Big Brother 21 player YouTube believes is most likely to return for the hypothetical, mythical, Pegasus All-Stars 2 season that will not come to be. Maybe this winter. Who knows? Um, okay, so Liana, you said Cliff, and Mike, you said Christy. Now, knowing how many points we have between the between the last four questions, you guys are at one hundred eighty nine. Oh my which goodness! Means <laughs> we're in a, we're in a similar situation. Although I will say you were in worse spot uh, with the previous one last time, about five months ago. You guys were at one eighty seven with one answer left. You're now at one eighty nine with two answers left. So, assuming you didn't totally. Get a double eviction on this one. You should be okay. Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I for some reason I, I I assumed that since I had gotten so many same answers with Liana, I thought Liana had said Nicole. I didn't realize you said Cliff. Yeah, I said Cliff. I should have answered Nicole for everything. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, you have to just believe in the faith of the uh, super stands who just love Nicole. Um. So okay. So Liana, you said Cliff, and Cliff was the fifth Ooh, best answer. <laughs> Out of 10 that were given. So name the Big Brother 21 player you believe is most likely to return. Cliff was at fifth out of 10 names out of the uh, 16 that were cast. Cliff was worth. Oh, five no, points. Mike. <laughs> what have I done? I better hope that at least six people want to see Christy Murphy oh, on our TV screens again. So if Cliff was at five with five <laughs> points. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting ending. We had it, Leon. Okay. We had it. <laughs> Why didn't hands? we just say Nicole? Yeah, so I can tell you right now, Nicole was in fact the yeah. number one answer um, by far and away. She was at thirty six points. <laughs> and so, okay, so you said Christy. Well, I can tell you some good news. Tommy was number two with twenty one points, but number three, number three was Christy, and she did not have five points. She had twenty one yes! points. Oh, thank God! <laughs> oh, whoo! Save the day by the last answer yet again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really you cutting have to stop it. stop doing this. Like, I know. My anxiety is not good for this type of game. <laughs> that puts you at a total of 20, 216 out of 200 points, you guys. Now officially have confetti on your shoulders. Oh my gosh. And I think I look a little bit happier than Jackson. <laughs> so. Yeah, my cheeks are not as red as his were during that one commercial Ooh. break when he was like furiously whispering at Holly. Like, oh, Jesus, right? What are they talking about? <laughs> oh, I don't boy. know. Yeah, so I'm pretty flustered. 
I was going to say my fear going in was you guys were going to say Nicole for everything because she was at like 36 points, 45 points, uh, 41 points. I was like, if somebody just says Nicole, they're pretty much at like 150. You could say whatever you want at that point. You could. One person said for name the player that's going to come back. I decided to accept this answer and the answer was worth one point. And I don't understand. I think it was a, a, a phone typo correction. It says pretty jury. What? So bring that pretty jury back. You know, we want the pretty jury. I think they might have tried saying just the pre-jury, maybe bring the oh, whole pre-jury back. That makes more sense. Um, that was my best guess. So no, I was like, the, the, jury, jury. the jury looked mm. pretty good when they were uh, when they came to finale night. Though I did notice sure. that I was texting actually with Liana about this, that I did notice that they did not do, speaking of the rush along finale, they did not do like the each jury member walks out on stage to Raptor's applause. And part of me wonders if it's because of sort of the mixed reception of some of those jurors that they wouldn't want to risk them getting booed by walking out onto stage on finale night. Yeah, I don't think they were going to be coming out with, you know, a lot. Of, everyone's like, yeah, we love Jack. Yeah, Jack. Yes, sis. Yeah, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, been more like, yeah. Thank you, Peridium, for bringing that game back. That's a fantastic way to get a pulse, a very interesting way to get a pulse on uh, on what people thought, especially post-finale. So I'm glad we were able to, to pass the test as to what the pulse was on your community. Yeah, no, it's fun for me, too, because I don't always have the best read, and this allows me to sort of assess, like, the people that watch my videos and come to my channel. I don't always know what they're thinking, and for me, you know, maybe I give this season, like, a 7 out of 10. Who knows? And they're giving it an average of 5 out of f- five out of 10. Um, I don't know who they like, and it's like, okay, well, they clearly all are on similar page. We all love Nicole, and Nicole is number one, pretty much. And then as far as the twists go, I was really interested to see, because I'm not a big fan of twists. I've made that known this this year, and get a little bit of pushback from that because i think most people are pretty okay with the twists but it's like the number one answer was none of them and i'm like oh that would have been my answer if <laughs> i could have said it so it's nice to know that we're on similar pages well on that note of sort of getting the reactions to the finale and the season in general i want to move into a next game that takes the power from the people to the people who have played big brother beforehand i have called together several tweets about the Big Brother 21 finale from previous house guests. What we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth between the two of you. Each question, I'm going to read two tweets from Big Brother alumni. It is your job to tell me which one had more likes from the Twitterverse on the night of the finale. A lot of stuff flying around with that very interesting finale, and we'll see who had the hotter takes or who was just hotter in comparison to some of their Big Brother brethren. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right. Well, let's start with you, Liana. Uh, this one, we'll, we'll keep it in the RHAP family to start off. So here are your two tweets. Again, you have to pick which one has more likes. Caitlin Herman said, I feel like the Big Brother fam is like Greek life initiation. They spend up to 99 days in a house, our version of hazing, and then they come out and join an amazing community. Welcome to the club, hashtag BB21. You paid your dues, emoji of a goofy face versus eric stein that finale dot 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 oof hashtag bb21 <laughs> which one had more like between caitlin and eric oh man um okay i think on this one i'm gonna go with eric 
I'm sorry, it was <sighs> Caitlin. Eric had 540 likes. Caitlin's had 909 oh, wow. likes. Wow. Okay, yeah. Mm, I thought yeah. it was a simpler tweet that might garner more likes. Uh, but uh, but yeah, okay. All right. Uh, now we have the Big Brother Greek system in play. That could be the theme. You know, we did camp this season. We could do Greek I don't know. There was, yeah, there were so many season. fratty guys on this season that like, I feel like we already got a preview. Yeah, that's true. Season. I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, Prudium, this next one is for you. Two Big Brother winners had very different opinions as to how the end game would come out to be. First tweet, Nicole Franzel. I right now think Holly has it. Hashtag BB21. What do you think? Versus Derek Lavasser. This is Jackson's game to lose. And if he doesn't own his game with the jury, he just might. Hashtag BB21. So, Nicole versus Derek, which tweet had more likes? Hmm. Okay. It's interesting that uh, Derek was the one who schooled Nicole on his season. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Derek. That is correct. Derek had 1.4 thousand likes on... 1.4 thousand. Yeah, 1.4 thousand likes on his tweet. Nicole had 1.1 thousand. So, it was close. But it was very interesting that Nicole's like, oh, I think Holly has this. Maybe she was... Speaking to your point about her surprising on the uh, on the jury question. There. Yeah, I think more people. I was just thinking, like, I think more people were less interested in Holly winning than like Nicole or Mickey. So I kind of was just thinking, if you're gonna favor one side or the other, more people are probably gonna go in Mickey's direction. But I don't know. Anyway, all right, Liana, this next one's for you. I call this question "Own Your Game." Natalie Negrotti tweeted, "Word of advice for all Big Brother future players: Jury management is important." Some people have it and some don't. Simple as that. And it's a gif of Jack from Will and Grace who are doing like a duh gesture. Versus Josh Martinez. Goodbye messages will forever be a game changer. You are welcome. Wink emoji. Uh, fist emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Hashtag DB21. <laughs> hmm. So now I know both of those players have crossed over into the challenge world, but I still feel like Josh is maybe more prevalent with Big Brother, especially because he won. So I think I'm going to go with Josh here. That is correct. And on challenge night, nonetheless, Josh was uh, trying to keep all his plates spinning, as it were, by tweeting about both. Yes, Josh's tweet had 1.5 thousand likes. Natalie's had 566. Mm-hmm. Mm, not not surprised. All right, Pretty, and we're going back to you here. And we're actually going back to Nicole Frangel. This is a conversation actually between two house guests, and I'm gonna let ask you which one had the more likes. I guess whose side did the internet take? Okay, Nicole, cumulatively, maybe. Yeah, Nicole yeah. said, I feel so sad. That was not a happy finale. Heartbreak emoji, hashtag DB21. <laughs> versus Andy Heron quote tweets Nicole and says, It wasn't, but it was necessary. I think the show realized that it could forego a little happiness in order to teach valuable lessons about how some people treat others because of their race, sex, age, etc. Hashtag DB21. So between Nicole's why is this finale so womp-womp and Andy sort of rebutting that point, who do you think had more likes? Uh, I think Andy. I think Andy's got a pretty good stir with the uh, Twitter community. I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Andy. You overestimate the rat floater. It was Nicole. Oh. Uh, Andy oh. Sweet got 5.8 thousand likes. Nicole's got 8.4. Uh, for the record, oh, I think boy. I agree with Andy more, but it seems that the Twitterverse maybe agree with Nicole more. Wow, that's crazy. It's hmm. a lot of likes, dang. Yeah, well, I think it's similar to what you were saying before, Leon, about how there were some people. I think the thing about the finale is like, while some of us were like, I'm glad they're bringing this up, 
I think some people have the image of a finale. It's supposed to be like a big happy ending for the season, no matter what. And this was anything but. So I think that might have thrown some people mm, off. It makes sense. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Liana, let's go back to you here for some shout outs. Mr. Pectacular <laughs> Jesse Goddard's <laughs> tweeted huge congrats to hashtag BB Jackson, hashtag BB Mickey on his amazing at CBS Big Brother win last night. What a win. What a finale. What a season. And big congrats to America's favorite HG, hashtag BB Nicole. The two HGs who said great things about me won. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. Ha ha. Hashtag BB21 at CBS. You know, this oh is an gosh. instance where I'm like, Twitter needs to go back to 140 characters. This is like clearly an abuse of your tweeting power, Jesse. <laughs> so that's one versus Swaggy C. Robin Cass is literally like my best friend. I love this woman so much. Lol. That's my dog. Hashtag BB21. Oh, man. So it's a shout out to CBS extended shout out by Mr. Pectacular so much so that Julie Chen was rushing him along versus Swaggy C calling out Robin Cats. I mean, uh, Mr. Pectacular tweets a lot. Um, did he at, I don't know if this is cheating, but did he at people in his tweet? He <laughs> added CBS Big Brother and at CBS. He did not add any other account. Mm, okay. Um, you know what? Uh, I'll go with Mr. Pectacular. Sorry, uh, it was Swaggy C. Don't underestimate the gang gang. Uh, uh, darn. Those t-shirts, man. Talk yes. about marketing. Swaggy C got 215 likes for his Robin cast tweet. Uh, Mr. Spectacular only got 96. To your point, Leon, it just might be the pure proliferation. What I noticed about Jesse is that he not only tweets incessantly, but also retweets his own tweets oh as well, so they appear what? twice in your timeline. Yes. So, yeah, I didn't know he tweeted so much. I very rarely have seen him on Twitter. I don't follow him. Um, yeah, huh. That's interesting. He's, I didn't know that he was still even watching the show. <laughs> I guess the yeah. I mean, did, did he did he did he make an appearance in Big Brother Twenty One? No, I I think they stopped oh. using him in Pandora's box. I want to say after BB. No, they used him last season, right? Because he uh he was the one who gave Rockstar the instructions of how to make smoothies. But I feel like before that, he wasn't really on since like right. BB fourteen okay. when he popped out and was. I think that's when he was the Christmas version of himself. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I do. So he does follow me on Twitter, which I would say is a humble brag, but is Whoa. maybe more embarrassing at this point. <laughs> so like, I, I, I don't quite know, but he's like always tweeting about Big Brother or he's always just always tweeting. It's kind of annoying. You've got them Twitter uh, fingers because they're so damn bullshit. True that. Uh, all right. Let's move back to you, Peridium. This one's called Expect the Unexpected. <laughs> so the first tweet is from Bet- Brett Robinson at BB20 Brett. Plot twist, dot, dot, dot. I walk into finale? Hashtag BB21. Versus Paul Abrahamian. Wow. Hashtag BB21 feels like an episode of Black Mirror. I'm going to say Brett. I actually remember seeing Brett's. I don't I actually remember seeing both of them. I don't remember their likes. Um, I'm going to say Brett, though. I think he's a little bit more popular. Sorry, surprisingly, oh. Paul got the got the the bigger reception here with his Black Mirror comparison. He got six point seven thousand likes, as opposed to Brett's got two point nine thousand likes. Wow. Huh? I don't know exactly oh. what Paul meant when he said it's an episode of Black Mirror. Like which one? Uh, <laughs> also, they're being like they're being like deprived of technology. It doesn't really feel like. I mean, I guess if it's someone being you know publicly humiliated in front of America during a reality show, maybe, but. It's an odd comparison. I will also say this is completely superfluous, but speaking of Survivor, Brett Robinson did tweet, 
Fun fact, Aaron Meredith in Survivor was my CrossFit coach in high school. Oh, okay. Well, that's a small world fun crossover, I suppose. Fun CrossFit. That's right. (laughs) All right. Let's move on here. Back to Liana. This one's called BB13 Hates Jackson. Mm. Uh, First tweet is from (laughs) Shelly Moore. Hashtag BB Mickey. Mom just kept saying, you're good, you're good to Jackson. Hashtag wow. Hashtag clueless. Versus Adam Pock. He was turning purple. Hashtag BB21 with a gif of, uh, I think it's Bob the Tomato from VeggieTales. <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Shelly, I guess. That is correct. Shelly's very curt, but very angry statement about Jackson's mother got 427 likes. Adam's VeggieTale comparison only got 62. Ah, okay. Hmm. All right, back to you, Peridium. Uh, some pre-juror love from these alumni. Meg Malley, all I have to say is Kemi is stunning, hashtag DB21, versus Jessica Graff, OV for president, hashtag DB21. Which one got more likes? Gosh, I feel like I should underestimate the power of Kemi on Twitter. Um, but let's see. Okay, wait. So Jessica Graff said OV. And the first person was who again? Meg Malley. Grandma Meg. Meg Malley. Hmm. I'm going to say Jessica Graff just because of the fact that she's pretty big on social media. That is correct. Uh, her All stumping right. for OV for president got 1.6 thousand likes. Meg's only got 538. Mm. Okay. There you go. I think, I think OV would be an yeah i mean as long as he has nothing to do with zingbot um i think then he'll be fine because we know the zingbot controversy of his presidency we really want to try to avoid anything associated with that i can imagine ov being like i don't know like a cookie in every plate and i won't wake you up with the nightmare power i'll be the solve to your nightmares (laughs) oh man remember the nightmare power (laughs) oh maybe that should we should put that as i'm sure the I, people ironically put that as their favorite twist of the season. Oh man, the whactivity <laughs> comp. <laughs> Nobody even remembered any of that yeah, stuff. Chris Christie Simon so Power Yeah, that wasn't really. Yeah, I mean, Mike Mike didn't even yeah. remember it as a twist. So, I will, I will say it was uh, the naming of those three powers were nightmare, panic, and chaos. And uh, it was funny when we were watching it at the time. I, I recently moved house uh, about two weeks ago. So I'm in a new place since I started recording. And, we, I used to live on a peninsula, and for some reason, uh, the, the the one-way street that I lived on would have tons of emergency medical service vehicles rushing down, firefighter trucks, um, just ambulances, and they would just go blazing down every time, every day. I don't know why, just at random times, and sometimes early in the morning. I was like, how is there so much like chaos oh. at the end of the street? I don't understand like how many people are actually down there. And my wife and I, oh, it was a loud noise. My wife and I ended up um, nicknaming the street that we lived on Nightmare, Panic, and Chaos <gasps> just because of all the constant noise that we would get involved. It just, it was endless. And uh, that was definitely one of the pros for why we wanted to move. <laughs> I oh, love it. Well, I guess you could, you could have uh, said the, uh, your panic power could have been for you to pick a new house. You had to redraw, right? Yeah, right. Oh, there, yeah. yeah. They re, because that was Jack's, right? Oh, yeah. that was so stupid. And then he got like, think, then he got, like two, two out of the three same people. Yeah. We follow along with Ovi's, which was the nightmare power, where I think it was they have to like 
move house in the middle of the night you get up you take your stuff and all of a yeah. sudden there's new nominations oh, that would have been so so uh, good yeah and then and then christy's <laughs> power is that she comes to you and says look i could evict you from this house right now but you have to do what i say or else i'll use it and then you say okay fine i'll, I'll do whatever you want and then the internet really craps on you for it for a little bit. but then it ultimately benefits your game because people trust you so you know i don't know <laughs> exactly all right so i'm, I'm gonna finish off with a couple of questions here and we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit these next two questions, one for each of you, is actually going to have three tweets. And what you're going to do is order them from most likes to least like. You're going to get one point if you get the first place one, and you're going to get one point if you get the second place. You, get a pos- you can get a possibility of two points if you do all three in order. So, Liana, let's go back to you here. Uh, these are three Nicole lovers. And again, you're going to rank them in order of most likes to least likes. Big Meech tweeted, let Nicole go hug her parents. Hashtag BB21. Danielle Reyes tweeted, baby girl, if you walk out tonight, don't trip vanilla chip. We are proud of you. You may not won but you, the game, but you won America's heart. Thank you for being the ray of light of this season. We got nothing but love for you. At CBS Big Brother. Hashtag BB21. Hashtag BB Nicole. Finally, Alyssa Riley Slater Congrats to the winner of hashtag BB21, Nicole. We all love you so much, and you're twen- trending. Girl wink face, champagne emoji, uh, party horn emoji, hashtag BB Nicole, hashtag big brother winner Nicole, hashtag big brother Nicole, hashtag big brother. Okay, that's far too many hashtags. Um, mm. Okay, I'm going to go with Danielle, Meech, Alyssa. I'm going to give you one point. Danielle was indeed the first one. It was close between the other two. Danielle got 3.1 thousand likes wow. for Don't Trip Vanilla Chip. Alyssa was in second, but only with 681 likes. Hashtag galore. And then Meech was in third with 635 likes. Uh, I see. Mm. All right. Peridium, going to you for this last one, which I like to call Who Put a Nickel in Sis? Ah. Uh, Judd Party Darty. <laughs> wow. Annalise is alive and well now, huh? Hashtag BB21. Daniel Murphy. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Annalise is looking really, really bad to me in this roundtable speech. Not a fan of people like that. My entire view of her has changed. Dot, dot, dot. Hashtag BB21. Hashtag bitter. Hashtag get over it. And JC, do you guys think she showered every day or not? <laughs> Laugh cry emoji, laugh cry emoji, tilt cry emoji, chill cry emoji. And this is also quote tweeting his uh, Big Brother After Dark Orwell backyard interview with Sis where he confronted her about the not showering. thing. So between Ooh, okay. JC, Daniel Murphy, and Judd, order those tweets from most to least like. Okay, uh, I'm going to say JC is number one, Judd is number two, and Daniel Murphy is number three. That is correct. Ooh. You are on the Ooh. money, sir. Uh, JC's tweet got 737 likes, uh, Judd got 205 likes, and Daniel Murphy got 112 hmm. likes. But they all okay. had the same feeling about Annalise and where the hell she came from in that round table. Um, I, I just quick tangent the who put a nickel in Joss because I assume is that what you're referencing, Mike? Yeah. yeah, from the challenge. Oh my gosh, I still say that line like now watching whenever Joss does anything, that's the first thing that pops into my head. So kudos to to that reference. I appreciate that. 
So congratulations, Peridium. By a score of four to three, you have won this game. My tiebreaker was going Ooh, to be thank you. Uh, how many likes did Fessy get for the tweet? How do I watch BB right now on East Coast if I'm in LA? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's such a it's such a Fessy tweet. What would, what would it be? I would it'd say be like, like uh, I don't know. Be, it was ninety six. Ah. Ninety. Oh, okay, I was gonna, I was gonna go a little higher, maybe like hundred something, but mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> Very fessy. Oh man. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? So I, uh, my phone the other day was like, oh, uh, you know, you haven't used these apps in a while. Would you like to delete them from your phone? And one of them was Fessy Fitness, and I was like, no, I need it. <laughs> Have you gone onto it recently? No, I, I think I lost my login information. So I think like I, don't... <laughs> I, I, I downloaded it like right in the preseason of Big Brother Twenty. And I left like a really good review and I started using it as a joke and I haven't yeah. touched it since. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's gotten no. better since then. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, part Darn. of it's also is it's ugly, oh. but the other part of it is that uh, no one uses it. So, you know, yeah, that's a problem. Also, yeah. Speaking of the challenge, Fessy might have another outlet to pimp out Fessy Fitness coming very it's soon. True. I don't know. He was giving oh, away okay. like bracelets for a while or something like that, or you could buy them. Um, I appreciate the fans out there that tried to push for me to get one. I did not receive one. Uh, but anyway. Um, all right. So let's get into our last casuals corner of the season, wrapping everything up here with the casuals response to the finale. Um, so this. Uh, so, OK, so overall, I will say there was actually a lot of. I don't know if controversial is the right word, uh, but essentially there was a lot of debate going on about how Jackson was confronted um, with regards to his comments during the season. Uh, So there were a lot of um, comments that were not so funny. So I focused on things that I thought uh, were more entertaining, and that is Jackson's reaction to winning and the casuals thoughts uh, on that. So uh, this first Mm. question is for you, Pridium. So again, the way casuals corner works is I pulled three comments um, that were from the casuals, and then I wrote the fourth comment. So it's up to you to guess which one I wrote. Okay. okay. Uh, comment A. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. Has anyone been less excited to win? B. He wanted the confetti, and he looked like he could care less. C. How can anyone be sad with confetti? Maybe they needed balloons as well. Or D, oh my, why the big square red unhappy face, Jackson? Oh, oh. I oh, know. Wow. <laughs> um, so which comment uh, did I write? Hmm, okay. So it's trying to understand what your psychology is for writing these. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the third one was the one that you wrote. That was the one with the balloons, yes. right? Uh, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, I thought that uh, I think they'll be the ones. That with is correct. Yes. Um, that was the comment oh, that, uh, that I wrote. Uh, all right. So one to zero. But this question is for Mike. Uh, so the casuals were also interested in Jackson's clothing um, that he wore at the Which finale. He, he, he wore the exact same thing that he entered the house. in. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the casuals have some thoughts on that. Uh, so a. Couldn't he have dressed a little better for finale night? B. Did he dress in plaid because of the camp? C. Sad Mickey had no other change of clothes. Same thing over and over. Dot, dot, dot. Well, now you can go go buy you some more clothes. Or we'll buy you some more clothes, yeah. Jackson. Um, or D, who cares? This dude's stupid needs to get out of those thrift store clothes. Oh, 
I really like the what makes me think you partially wrote it. What so A and B were uh were you know A was couldn't find anything nicer to dress in. What was B uh, again? Did he dress in plaid because of the camp? I kind of hope you wrote B. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I did right. Yes. So you know, it's so you know when you're making comedic decisions, I'm like dress in plaid because of camp or because of the camp. Like which one do I think is more stupid? Um, but yes, that is correct, Mike. Uh, that I did. I did write B. Okay, uh, so now let's just get into some more general comments that were made. So pretty, and this question is for you. This is just a potpourri category. A, the camp stuff was very immature and childlike. Didn't care for it. Uh, (laughs) B, Mickey hit it at the Holiday Inn over under and then a plus slash minus sign question mark. Uh, what? Yeah, I, I, Boy, why would you do over under and plus minus? I, I don't know, but like over under what? Like, <laughs> it's not a numerical value, I, I guess. Um, see, three out of five of the past winners have openly cried for their moms. Can't tell if BB is changing or the world is. Or, wow. or D, what is Holly's name again? <laughs> uh okay so yeah again guess which one i wrote um i mean i kind of like d the most so i'm just gonna say d that's correct i did i I guess you're doing great or i'm being that's like a very nicely written like comedic line wait so now i'm intrigued to find so three of the five last bb winners i guess who are the two that they felt didn't cry for their moms Uh, okay well josh maybe casey is one of the ones that did not casey didn't josh did um I think. I guess. Oh, Steve did. So I guess. I guess so Casey Nicole, and Nicole huh? were. I guess so. Um, so the three the, uh, of the, of the five last five winners, the three guys cried for their moms, and the two women did. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think my my favorite comment was the camp stuff was very immature and childlike. Didn't care for it, which I think was just a typo, but I like to think was somehow related. Camps, forts. Like <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I like this right. idea of like, no, we didn't like the camps too childlike. You need to go to a fort. You need to get into the military. <laughs> that should be the theme next season. More mature. The BB Army. That's right. Um, okay, uh, Mike, this question is for you. A, can we just redo this season with a whole new cast? Which I think is just another season. Like, I don't understand how you redo the season. <laughs> yeah, come in next yeah, summer. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, think, I think doing a redoing a season with an entirely new cast is just a different season. Right. Um, okay, B. Big Brother, please no more Chads, Beckys, and Stacys when casting the show. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. Oh, no. Well, we, we talked vociferously last time about what made a Thad <laughs> and what made a Steven or whatever it was. <laughs> That and a Chad, I think, were the two that we talked about. Yeah, and there was another one that we looked up that I don't yeah, remember. I Spencer. Oh, okay, I don't remember this at all. Um, <sighs> see, my wife hid the remote, so I couldn't change the channel. I was very angry. Or D. Welcome to the Illuminati Brotherhood, where riches and powers are achieved. Having you looking for a way to join the Great Brotherhood, here is a golden opportunity and a chance to join the Great Fraternity. Join the Illuminati Brotherhood today and receive a sum of $80,000 immediately after your initiation and more benefits to come your way. No human sacrifices involved. Only a few items needed for your initiation. If interested, WhatsApp the Temple Lord on... uh, 
<laughs> plus two three. <laughs> that phrase is insane. What's that? The temple lord? Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be my new Twitter bio. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, when in doubt, find the high priest on Bumble. Yeah, just like swipe right on the <laughs> temple lord. Um, uh, at the certain phone number for more information on how to be initiated. Oh my god, I feel like we can do it. Wow, you really, uh, you bent over backwards I for that I one. I did, oh, right? Geez. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrote a long one there. I cannot wait for BB-22, the Illuminati team. <laughs> but the grand prize is $80,000. I mean, more mature than camp, so, you know. Yeah, that's true, very yeah. childish. Mm. Uh, okay, now I completely forgot about the first three because of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, uh, can we redo the season with a whole new cast? The Chads, Beckys, Stacys, or My Wife Hid the Remote? See, I like C because I have this image of like a hide and go veto, like m- miniaturized with this guy just like tearing apart his couch to find the remote. I feel like you wrote B. Uh, I wrote C. Um, oh. Yeah, so uh, I don't know where that came from. I love you creating this character of this angry husband. Change the channel. My wife wants to watch Mickey. Well, yeah, so I was trying to understand. I was like, okay, so they're mad because they have to watch Big Brother. <laughs> you were forced to watch the show. And somehow that's more yeah, believable. Right. Um, so is it my, uh, we was, well, congratulations, Pretty M, for winning. Um, oh, I will say my tiebreaker were all comments about the season being over. So there were some comments that were the best part of the season was when it ended, <laughs> which, which I thought was just a really fun comment. So, um, so yeah, so the casuals, I think overall are pretty torn on everything, but, um, you know, the holiday and we'll never know. Mm. Well, I think it, it represents how, like, we all feel a little, still a little strange about Big Brother 21. It was certainly an interesting summer, and uh, we're going to have to wrap this up. I have a Temple Lord to WhatsApp, mm. personally, because I, I see some finances oh. in my future. But uh, this was so much fun to get literally everybody in the planet's thoughts at this point about the BB21 finale as we segue into whatever is coming next for Big Brother. At least Big Brother Canada is coming. We have no idea. If there's a celebrity Big Brother, if there's going to be a miniaturized All-Stars version, if they're going to do a completely different season with an entirely redone season with a new cast, uh, who's to say? But I'm excited for more Big Brother, no matter what. Priyam, thank you so much for coming on and subjecting yourself to all of these games, bringing one game yourself as well. It's, it's always great to have you on. How can people follow you on social media? And what do you have coming up in terms of uh, coverage for both Big Brother and Survivor? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Billy Geist, my real name. Uh, you can also search for Peridium. I'll probably show up um, on YouTube. Uh, it's YouTube. It's Peridium, P-E-R-I-D-I-A-M. Um, as far as the video is coming up next week, well, whenever this video, whenever this podcast is going up, I should have a review for Big Brother 21. Uh, it's going to be a long one, uh, all encompassing, talking about the entire season, what we just watched for the past 99 days. And then after that, I'm completely shifting and I'm going to be talking about Survivor and Survivor Island of the Idols. And, you know, unless there's a winter season of Big Brother, there's a good chance I could be talking about Survivor until who knows, maybe Big Brother Canada or Big Brother or Big Brother 22. So, yeah, I'll be talking about nothing but Survivor for the foreseeable future. Wow. So quick thoughts, by the way, what did you think about the Island of the Idols premiere? Uh, I thought it was okay. I'll say that my wife was very down on it. I was much higher on it than uh, I just. It was interesting because normally we like we'll talk about it, and I was mixed. I was like, it's all right, I guess. We'll see where it goes. Uh, it kind of felt like a little bit like Ghost Island with the theme, the twist. Um, except instead of there being flashbacks, we had uh, flash forwards with Rob and and Sandra being uh, a fair bit older than they used to be. 
And, you know, I was like, okay, we'll see where this goes. I thought it was really interesting that we had such a prominent uh, female cast. I don't think if ever, I don't think we ever had such a, a so much visibility with the women in the season, which I was, I was blindsided by and looking forward to it. I'm like, hmm, let's see where this goes. You know, uh, people were saying the same thing with David versus Goliath. Um, so maybe it'll lead to good things. Uh, yeah, I know I liked it. I, I, uh, because I've been so focused on Big Brother 21, I almost, I've went into the season almost totally blind, which isn't usually very common. So like for season 40, I'll be totally the opposite. So I have nothing distracting me. So I thought it was pretty good. I felt, yeah, a f- not a fancy Fencerton, not like didn't straight up dislike it. My wife thought it was kind of hokey with the whole Rob Sandra thing. She's like, gosh, they're, li- they're really, really phoning it in at this point, aren't they? And I'm like, it, like half survivor's lifespan's been phoning it yeah, in at this point. Say, like you're either you're either on board with the phoning or you're just like not watching anymore. And also so, in terms of corniness, know. not to Big Brother shame, but she would just need to wait like an hour longer and see the other show that's on in terms of <laughs> corniness and how, what what sort of uh, devours the other from that perspective. Right, and she watches Big Brother with me, so I'm like, I don't know where you're going with it. Like we just finished Survivor, going right into Big Brother, which is like top. You know, they just yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I have I have pretty high hopes. Right. I'm glad there's no edge of extinction. So yes, we'll see. Exactly. We can always be happy about that. It's very childlike and campy. Uh, Leon. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad Ronnie's gone for episode one. That was nice. You know, it wasn't rooting for him. So anyway, Liana, what about you? How can people follow you on social media? And while Big Brother might be off the air for the time being, what do you have working on in the pod sphere? Well, so first of all, um, I will give this podcast a Nicole out of 10. <laughs> very, very fun. Um, and then also, Peridium, I just I have to say this because I, I've thought of this quote since I watched the video about the your like final two jury performances, the comment about Gina Marie. Okay. The one where she's reading from a teleprompter written by a first grader that's trying to write a thank yes. you card to their grandmother. Oh my god, I laugh so hard. I think about that quote often. I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just Gina Marie. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Um. So it's been it's yeah. really fun to have you on for for the finale of this. You do absolutely uh, great coverage on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, but yeah. So for me, uh, you know, Mike and I are back together for the Survivor um RHAP BNB. So we had our first week of coverage with Nicole Sester and know which was a lot of fun um and then we're going to be back this next week with Haley strong so definitely check out that uh and then i'm also doing mass singer coverage um with puya uh over on the wrap ups channel and um oh man it's such a crazy season it's so weird it's so bizarre um definitely check it out we have a lot of fun breaking everything down and just talking about all of the ridiculousness uh that is the mass singer and you could always follow me at a mike bloom type uh, you can check out the exit press I did with everybody this season on Big Brother 21. I talked with the final three the day after the finale, and they were all in good spirits uh, and got some very interesting perspectives on their game. So you be sure to check all that out. I'm also doing exit press for Survivor 39 as well, uh, which I have a very unique perspective on because I got to go out there preseason and definitely, uh, you know, talking with these people both before and after the game, even just experiencing it with one person so far with Ronnie has been a very interesting experience and it was one of the best times i had in my life so i'm excited to watch the season now you know i was out there for the first few days so on the bnb i talk a bit about what i got to see from my vantage point of the first episode and now i'm completely in the dark and i'm very intrigued to see where it goes i i I was very high on the premiere i thought there was a lot of great stuff into it uh though we'll see you know how this concept you know, uh, ends up playing out and how it plays into uh, the airtime of the season specifically. But it should be an interesting season no matter what. And of course, Josh Wiggler and I are going down the hatch every week on post-show recaps, recapping 
an episode of a loss. We have Confidence Man, the big Sawyer episode coming up. Actually, a very much a Jackson Mickey type in terms of a very reviled person who might become an underdog at one point, though maybe problematic in a different way than Mickey, I should say. Definitely uh, less of an affinity for the fruit, uh, more of an affinity for books. So be sure to check all that out on post-show recaps. That's going to do it for the BBB&B. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. I know with Big Brother, we tend to do less recurring ones, more on these um, every few weeks, monthly basis. But for such a strange season as Big Brother 21, I really enjoy getting to, to get into it with you, Liana, and our guests, Matt Liguori, Mary Kutkowski, uh, Puya, and of course, Peridium. Uh, I always love keeping the, the B&B doors open and air-conditioned for the summer as we begin to move into the fall and we replace our watermelons with pumpkins. <laughs> yeah um uh, i don't know what what's going to be the next fruit that we're obsessed i guess soup maybe is like our new food obsession yeah. we're gonna talk about that yeah soup we're we were opening the b&b soup kitchen as well you can check out our survivor coverage for that backstory because it is weird uh but it is a lot of fun <laughs> much like this show but that's gonna do it for bb21 coverage depending on what happens if there is a winter season maybe we'll come back and do something if not we'll be talking survivor like Peridium. Until the summer when BB22 rears its head. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, you can always submit to us any games that you, that we might want to play in the foreseeable future. R-H-A-P-B-N-B at gmail.com or hashtag R-H-A-P-B-N-B. We're always open to any and all suggestions. Thank you all so much for listening and your support all season long. Special thanks to Scott St. Pierre for editing this behind the scenes. And one from America for the use of our theme song. Peridium, thank you again. Liana, thank you. So much as always, my ride or die. Keep feeding the positive. We'll check you all out at your next step. Mike and Liana gather playing some games. You better pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. It's the R H A P B M B. Mike and Liana gather playing some games. You better pray to your mama. Sounds cool, I can tell you the name It's the R-H-A-P-B-M-B